2: Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue.
3: Mmm, it does go well with a chicken.
4: How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock?
1: Well, the how's pretty self explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off.
5: of love i just saw that uh, nick cannon is having his 12th kid I oh, know, i saw that too and last week it was announced that he was having his
3: 11th kid he's like what? a serial killer it is the speed at which he's, wait, wait, he's wait, going wait, wait. is
5: what yeah
3: he's on some antonio Cromartie is plan for sure
5: uh i don't he think he can't so. be married if well he's having...
3: look it's uh, it's with a lot of different women but
5: yeah la- it was like a week or two ago i think it was just last week There was like hey he's having his 11th and then today it was like well make it 12. wow Boy that guy. You imagine what his cause that dude makes a bunch of money. you imagine what his child support payments are? Wasn't he with Mariah Carey? He was. He was married. Did think, they have kids? They've got a couple. They do? Yeah. But I think since then he's moved on to the uh, like the Instagram sort of thing. What's he do?
4: I, I, think, I know of him, but I don't really ever see him
5: like I think he just does stuff. Like he's got a he's like a host. He did like America's Got Talent or one of those things. Does then he, he still he, do that? I don't i don't know i and, think he hosts the masked singer doesn't he is it the masked singer and then he had that wild and out show on mtv for he a little definitely bit. had that for a while and he does some stand-up and i think he tries to rap as well is he talented yeah i mean he's he's, he's got he a, good
3: what? i think he had enough talent to be his own artist at one point in time and then he kind of pivoted into into the host role of things a host mc presenter all that i I'm always
5: careful about saying that someone doesn't have talent. It's like the Kardashian thing. If everyone could just be like a shameless whore and make a billion dollars, they would. I don't think that Nick Cannon's particularly talented, but obviously he's figured something out because he, he keeps getting jobs and he's worth a bunch of money. Dude, I Googled him,
4: and I Googled Nick Cannon. What does he do? Yeah. Here's the list. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sitting down? Yes. Rapper, comedian, film producer, television presenter, record producer, entrepreneur, business person, composer, screenwriter, radio personality, voice actor, showman, television producer, TV personality, television director, music video director, and DJ producer.
5: Yeah. He does. That's what I said. I think I'm correct, and it's easier just to say, what does Nick Cannon do? He does stuff. Wait. You think you're correct? Uh, no way. He does stuff. You know what else he does? A lot of ladies. And apparently he's, He throws, uh, throws it around. He throws it around. He's, slanging, count, that he's slanging that wood. He's slanging that wood. And look, I don't know this because I haven't looked up any besides Mariah Carey. I'm willing to guess that the mothers of his children are all
4: absolute smoke shows. So I've got some TV nuggies here for you. I'm a fan. I'm busy looking up Nick Cannon's uh, kids' moms. Power rank the baby mamas. How many baby mamas are there? If he's got twelve. One, two, three, four, five. I think now. uh, I think this will be twelve with six. All right. That's no Antonio Cromartie, but.
5: Is that more than? I, I think so. I don't know how many How many did
4: he have. Yeah, a lot. I thought it was like 11 with nine or something.
5: I don't know. I mean, Nick Cannon's getting up there, and he's still a fairly young man. So, dude, give him time. And yes, by the way,
3: very, very attractive women. Cromartie, 14 children with eight different women. Yeah.
4: 14. Cannon's got a ways to go. Only two more. I mean, he's catching up. Yeah, but he needs three more women. How's he going to do that? Mm. Have, yeah, just, you don't
5: think you're telling me within a year that guy can't knock out three more kids with three different women? So then he'd be at
4: what, fifteen and nine? Yeah, that'd be the goat. Yeah, He'll get there. He'll get. I yeah, I'm looking I, at his uh, baby mamas here. Yeah, they're. they're yeah. yeah,
5: they all look very much the same. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like he
4: certainly has a type.
5: Yeah, Instagram model. You would think. Because they all look similar. I mean, maybe just focus on a couple. But you know they manage their own. What are you saying? Pick one? <laughs> We're like pick three. Don't, I don't know. You don't have
4: that wood. You don't know what it's like. <laughs>
5: Why is he always wearing a turban? Do we know that?
4: No, dude. I don't care about him. Well, he's quite a, frankly,
5: he's a weird dude. He uh, he goes down some of the Kyrie uh, avenues.
4: Oh, great. Yeah, he's a so he's an anti-Semite. I think Fantastic. I
5: think he's one of those that does believe in some of those uh, theories that Kyrie was floating the out there teachings. from this. The teachings, the teachings, the teachings of. Well, Kyrie. I don't
4: care about him. You know who I do care about? Chris Rock. This is going to be amazing. Are you ready for this? I am. Chris Rock will become the first comedian to air a live stream special on Netflix. Really? Yep. He's he's signed a deal with uh, Netflix. It will air in uh, early 2023. Is all they're saying. And you want to talk about a ratings bonanza, dude? You care to guess how much money he's going to get yeah. for that? Did you look it up? No. I haven't seen it. Uh, There's not many details on this yet. I believe he's going to get a lot.
5: Well, I was about to say it was going to be a butt ton, but I really think the appropriate turn is an F ton. I think that will be an F ton of money because he has not publicly addressed. exactly The slap heard around the world. Yep. And so you, because he always said that uh, he will address it when he's ready on his terms. Yep and something that tells me his terms are going to be about 70 million dollars and a worldwide audience and it Dude, is just going to be
4: he's not stupid no and he is I hope he eviscerates it funny as hell people are going to be tuning in all around the world to watch that yes. because they're they he you know he's going to put Will Smith stuff in there absolutely and it's the first time he's addressed it as you said yeah he's going to get a lot of dough and it's going to get a lot of ratings that's a smart <laughs> that's a smart move by uh, Netflix listen if I'm
3: gonna get slapped on global television and I've got the chance to do something like this with it make all that money and yeah. tell my story my way and probably body that guy in the process yeah, yeah it's gonna be fun yeah
5: yeah handled perfectly yeah I mean it was I mean it's been a while and he I think he addressed it he had a he had he, the first stand he did after it uh they they weren't any videos or whatever but they said that he told the crowd I know you guys are waiting for me to you know to say something he goes but he goes, look, I know what happened. He goes, I'm going to tell some jokes. He goes, I'm not going to let this dominate my life. And that's what he said. I'll, I'll talk about when I'm ready. And think about it, that guy's had a year or whatever to sit down and a really, really smart guy, a really, really great comedian. And I'm sure that he has cooked up a ton of stuff on that. And I do. I hope he rips Will an absolute new a-hole. My Carolina Panthers up 10 nothing. by the way.
4: New season of Yellowstone fires up Sunday. that's kind of cool, although that show yeah got a little slow. Well but it dragged a little last season, so hopefully they pick it up. I...
5: There's only so many murders you can have.
4: exactly. This
5: is my problem that I have with TV in general. when, t- when a TV show becomes a hit, you can't end it because you're just you, it's just a cash cow. but you I mean when you have a, when you have a show about a, a family of ranchers. There's only so many people that can take your ranch. There's only so
4: many people that you can murder before it just becomes like well ridiculous. That's that's a you know true, but also you know the thing about Yellowstone is it kind of kept our attention even so. Yeah, right. Like there is that element of it, but it, so that's a little bit of an indictment on the writing, but at the same time it kept us around and maybe you know maybe they'll spice it up this this uh, this time <laughs> because <laughs> if they don't, I'm not afraid to shut it off. <laughs> Although I do love Beth Dutton, you know, look in my power. I have a power rankings. Yeah, of the top female television characters, mm-hmm. just current, right? Uh, Beth Dutton is number two on my list. Really? Yeah, I think she is phenomenal.
5: There was a report that uh, everyone on the cast thinks she's a raging bitch, like in
4: real life. Yeah. Oh,
5: really? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she's British. Did you know that? Yeah. That isn't that wild. It it throws
5: me for a loop. Anytime anytime you get someone like that and then it turns out they're British, you're like, what is happening? Yeah, I was reading a report the other day. She's... She's probably, like,
4: super serious actress lady. She's just, uh... She won't, like Anne Hathaway. She won't do press with the rest of the cast, and she's uh, just very stand-off. She's, a star. She's, she's yeah, a star. she's a star. Tell you what, she is the star of that show, her and Kevin Costner. She is the best thing going in that show, 100%. She, she totally is. My my female TV character rankings are Villanelle from Killing Eve is number one. Haven't seen Killing Eve. Uh She is... It's Jodie Comer, and she's freaking incredible. Um... Beth from Yellowstone is number two. I have Judy from Righteous Gemstones, number three. Love me some Judy. She's hilarious. And then I've got Ruth from Ozark, number four. Okay. Those are my top well,
5: four. Ruth in, in, from Ozark and Beth are basically the same person. One's just more methy than the other. That's right. They're very, very similar. So something tells me you have a type. Does <laughs> Nurse Nice just beat the hell out of you when you're at home?
4: Mm, I love that. <laughs> uh, did you see what Rain Wilson did? Rain Wilson of The Office fame. Yes. No, he has changed his name. We were just talking the other day about legally changing our names. You're going to change yours to Dan Lanny. His new name is Rainfall Heat Wave Extreme Winter Wilson. That's a lot to. Uh, that's a lot
5: to chew on.
1: Yes, uh, it I'm,
5: is. I'm, I'm guessing that's not
4: real. Well, he is. No, it is real. This is real. Okay. Do we know why? Well, why would you think? <laughs> Rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter, Wilson? Because climate change is real. Yes. So by a, a character from The Office. He it, is drawing attention to climate change. Is he or is he drawing attention to himself? <laughs> well, I'll let you decide that. But um, he announced his new name on Twitter. Time to coincide with the UN Climate Change Conference in Egypt. And he says, join me in bringing attention to the melting issue. We need world leaders to take action. The Arctic is melting at millions of liters per second, yet this problem can't seem to make a name for itself, so we'll make a name for it. All right. Rainfall, so, heat wave, extreme winter, Wilson. First off, I still don't believe that's true. Um, I'm
5: calling fake news. Not on the climate change, on his name change. But... If, if this is indeed true, then allow me to state for the record that someone that I liked, I officially now think is a giant self-absorbed a-hole. Mm. Because if you think that we're not aware as a world that climate change is out there, and you don't think that this is an issue, but you think that changing your name to that is going to be the thing that sparks real change, yeah, guess what? You are the most out-of-touch, self-absorbed
4: douche going in Hollywood. And let me tell you, that's saying something. It really is. All right, there's your uh, TV nuggies. Let's check in on Twitter coming up next. Um, It's not going great. (laughs) No, it's not. How do you lose $44 billion in the
5: span of a couple months? Elon's about to find out. not going great. No. All right, 616 on the fan.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't
4: actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Well, uh, checking in on Twitter here, Elon Musk took over to the tune of 44 uh, billion Billy. Still trying to process that. Like, if that thing was such a mess...
5: And supposedly it didn't make any money. Why did it cost $44 billion? Right. Like, that's one of those business things. Like, I, uh, I am not a businessman. I don't own a business. But I've heard so many times that Twitter had a hard time making money, that it was loaded with all these problems, and yet he bought it for $44 billion and immediately bought it and was like, well, what the hell? I have to be able to make money off of it. It seems very... It, none of it makes any sense.
4: I think he just bought it out of spite. <laughs> I do. Because someone said that he couldn't? Or that, you know, he gets made fun of on there, so he buys it. This Um, seems like a lot of
5: money for a spite buy. Well, he's got the most money of anyone in the world, so... Well, but clearly it's bothering him, because he seems to be bitching
4: about it a bunch. So they're saying instances of racist slurs have soared on Twitter since he purchased... The yeah, platform. I've heard that that the N word and whatnot is getting thrown around at an alarming rate. It's like true social, but on uh, Twitter. Researchers at the Center for Countering Digital Hate found that the number of tweets containing one of several different slurs soared in the week after Musk bought Twitter. A racial epithet used to attack Black people was found more than twenty six thousand times, three times the average for twenty twenty two use of a slur that targets trans people increased 53% while instances of an offensive term for homosexual men went up 39% over the annual average.
5: Now, I know that I am not uh, I'm not roaming the outskirts of Twitter, but the only time I ever see like hateful things is when someone is quote like uh, like when someone is quote I've never actually seen anything said that's ugly and awful. Someone is quoting. Yeah, like someone else. Yeah, it's like someone said this to me. Like it's it's like all in the comment
4: section. Oh, right, yeah, right. Like somebody's coming at a journalist or something, and then they, sure they. I think what you mean is quote tweet. Quote it. tweet. So they put it out there, and then they comment on it. Yeah,
5: I've never actually seen anyone that has said anything awful. I always feel like it's just a response to something else. Like it's you know, it, it's it's a. I don't like you, so I'm saying this about you. I'm responding to you, so yeah. I never see it. Well, I never I think... had, I've never had anyone say anything awful about me or or anyone that I know that's that's like that. I I, I feel like it's a it's a weird little subculture of of. You're basically like you say something and then you just have a chat window where everyone can respond to you and that's where the really awful stuff happens.
4: Yeah, I think if you if you spend more time in where people just interact, yeah. you would see a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. But And I guess that's different because I don't would you? I
5: don't really interact. You shouldn't. Like sometimes I'll if I tweet something, it's usually I just tweet and then I walk away.
4: And, and that's I, not to say, I mean, I just, this is the hard part about it is there's a lot of really good people on there and a lot of people that want to interact with you and yeah. it's great because you're a big famous soup. At the same time, uh, you know, a few bad apples spoil the bunch, you know?
5: Well, I had this, like, when I used to do the, the Ducks stick TV stuff, like, Fentress, I would do stuff with uh, the great Aaron Fentress. And that dude loves Twitter arguments. And I'm just, um, oh, and I see those on there, like, where he's going back and forth with people on Twitter, and I just never understood the, uh, uh, the, the value in any shape or form of having any sort of discourse on Twitter. And yet, I feel like that's where the vast majority of the, the real ugliness occurs.
4: Yeah. Well, it's very hard to have a meaningful conversation in 160 characters or whatever it is. Yeah. Isn't that just like a block but, and delete and yeah. done? Twitter also struggling to keep up with impersonators because, you know, Musk says, pay eight bucks and we'll verify you, right? We'll give you a blue checkmark. Now, those some of those I've, I've found are actually quite hilarious. Well, now... Yeah, so you people are paying eight bucks and they're disguising themselves as, as famous people. So LeBron James requested a trade. Of course, it wasn't really LeBron James, but somebody paid the eight bucks and yeah. made an account that went viral. And George W. Bush uh, tweeted that he misses killing Iraqis. Yeah,
5: and then I think it was Tony, also
4: a fake account.
5: I think Tony Blair chimed in with that one as well. <laughs> I think Tony, Tony Blair was on the side of George W. Bush, and then I think President Biden was busy. Uh, mm, he was busy doing something to himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, All right. yeah. Who knew he was that flexible? By the way, he, he seems <laughs> kind of old and feeble, but well, apparently the, he's still people, got
4: it. People are just trying to prove a point to Elon that, like, you can't just blue checkmark everyone if they pay eight bucks a month because now you don't know who's <laughs> real and who is. The blue checkmark used to mean that, hey.
3: This is really that person. Yeah, you've been very It's not a parody
4: account. Yeah.
3: So it's, yeah. it's going great <laughs> for old Elon. Did you, did you see the, the NPR memo that came out about it? They no. were telling their, their talent and their hosts, don't tell people to follow you on Twitter right now because anyone can pretend to be you, so that does you no good. But also don't delete your account because if you do, someone can take it. So just sit tight is what they're telling their people. Yeah. I think <laughs> hold. A lot of, hold. I think a lot of people are doing that right now.
5: Isn't it fascinating? Though to
3: see
4: what where they can go next. That that social media and the rise of social media, and I'm sure
5: that every generation has had this, whether it's you know radio or music to the evils of television. I'm just trying to think of anything in my life that has been more fast track to a part of, of seemingly everyday life. As such a big role in our discourse but is so universally viewed as is just a worthless endeavor (laughs) as social media and yet you look at the interaction you look at the money that's being made on there the, the the how much of our conversation revolves around in society and yet we can all agree it's just an absolute cesspool study after study shows that it's it's terrible for us we're addicted to it it's causing depression and major issues in in kids and teens and that it really serves no purpose whatsoever and yet n- no one can get rid of it. Like, it's, it's just the hooks are in society and it's, it's not going away. It's just going to become more and more prominent. And I'm trying to think of something else in my lifetime. And like I said, I'm sure if you went back, you know, they probably said the same thing about Elvis on TV. Remember, at one point, they couldn't show his hips because it going to make all the young girls out well, there too
4: randy. Was that true of TV then at that time? Like, TV's evil. It's going to yes. show you bad things. TV
5: was evil. Music you. was evil. Rock and roll music, was evil. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You there know, you There's go. all these Rock things. Rock and roll, that's a good one. But I, I, I just I wonder how much influence, like how much of a role in a day-to-day life did TV or did radio or did music play for people in the 1950s, 60s versus what, what social media was like radio and TV Weren't 24-7 like you see people Now and it is that phone Is attached to you I just don't think there's anything like it Ever in history When you look at the day-to-day interaction We have with this little phone And for a lot of people The the you know the vast majority of time spent on their phone Is on some form of social media
4: TikTok Instagram You know Twitter whatever Yeah I don't know Technology's moving so fast, man, it's hard to hard to think of something. Yeah. I is you know, like I said, I know every generation has their Maybe AI. Is that you know like you know what I mean? AI? Yeah, like artificial, artificial intelligence. I, I
5: assumed you didn't mean Alan Iverson. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, what about Alan Iverson? But where Great like, player like where does AI like your well, like it's advancing, and maybe not. It's not at the point yet, but it will get to the place The next thing. Yeah, where it's like ruining everything. Yeah, people are certainly warning of that, and it's sure. moving fast.
5: Yeah, my buddy started an AI company for. Um, anyway, I he he was talking to me about that, and it was interesting the uh, the goods and bads of it. Right the the highs and lows. There's a lot of dangers there. Yes. Well, and that goes even. We've talked about it, like the idea of like the sex bot you know, coming. Yeah. You know, or for it, you know, metaverse or all that stuff. Like you just look at, at all this stuff and we are at the, the infancy of it. Right. I mean, how long has any of this been around? It, it, you know, this is all fairly 25 years, 20 years, Facebook and, and all that. I mean, yeah, this seems very, very early on in the, uh, you know, the, I don't know, the, the lifespan
4: of this. Well, thing. maybe it will recalibrate and become so much better.
5: Well, we'll see what happens with, with Elon Musk here. I mean, this was the idea, right? You have this genius guy that takes over this, and he was going to make it better. And so far, it's been an absolute dumpster fire. I did see that he put it out there. He said, uh, he basically said, no one panic. We're going to run a lot of ideas out there. And some of them are going to be good. Some are going to be bad. We'll get rid of the bad ones. We'll keep the good ones. And so he's basically going to play, uh, he's just going to play around with this for a while. And he's like, "Yeah, everyone's gonna make fun of it, but when when, when it's done, you know, you know it, quite maybe frankly, it'll be better."
4: I don't mind it, and honestly, if I'm being truly honest here, Elon Musk takes a lot of crap, and I totally understand why. As a Twitter user, as you know, we're talk show hosts. We it is a big part of what we Abso- do, absolutely, because it's an um, instantaneous newsfeed. I mean, I, I have to tell you that I am willing to give him a chance. Yeah, like I think Twitter kind of sucks. And quite frankly, even before he bought it, I was considering just dumping it. But I'm going to wait and see. You know, give him a chance. Like, I, I don't know. I don't hate Elon Musk. Like, everyone seems to just – he's just the worst human in the world. Um, so I just uh, – well, I'll give him a chance, and maybe it will get better. Who knows? Well, you think about it in today, And if not, we can always delete it. In our world, or really in any
5: world, when news breaks, where does it break first? It breaks on Twitter. Yeah, mostly. Yes. Twitter, but, you know – When Woj has something in the NBA – who has it first? Twitter does. Well,
4: When something happens,
5: when some But, when someone mo- but that's
4: not where most people see it, though, because most no. people, you know, it's like, what do they say, like 8% of the population is on Twitter? Yeah. So, th- so these are all still Internet news stories on- online. It's just that they're linking them to Twitter and you and I see it on Twitter first. Most people don't.
5: No, but even those, but but news guys, they're not writing stories. They are literally breaking it on Twitter, and then the yeah, story gets written. they post ridden. a
4: tweet. Yeah, no, that's right. That's so, right.
5: I mean, I would say the vast majority of news in any shape or form, from political news, where you see it first, where you
4: see it first. Yeah,
5: look, I, I can sit here in two and say that that Twitter is dumb and and that you know whatever, but realize that there is a there is a man that wrote it to the presidency. And really governed a country, arguably, for some people, the greatest country in the world. A great man. <laughs> and and he governed
3: based on Twitter. It's the damnedest thing. I still remember the, the NBA draft where uh, Kevin Love was with the Timberwolves, and he tweeted out their pick before... Any of the guys who were on TV were able to report it, the WOGES and people who, who knew what it was going to be and everyone realized, holy crap anybody with two thumbs and a phone can have the power if they have the information you don't need a microphone or a radio station or television station anymore
5: yeah And as someone points out with radio and TV and all that stuff there's rules that stuff is regulated there's government you know oversight and internet you know it's social
4: media it's kind of the wild wild West Hey why K- uh, KFC had to issue an apology today? Your chicken place had to backtrack. Is it for the gravy content? No, but I will tell you it has to do with the Nazis. <laughs> really?
5: Yes. Oh. Hey, I may actually know this about is this is this involved the colonel? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. Here's Buck.
4: How about, uh, can we just elephant in the room a little bit here? Uh, Tim Donaghy is like peddling NBA picks on You're our station. You're damn right.
5: <laughs> Look, oh I, if, there was one, sure if there was one guy I was going to listen to about NBA picks, <laughs> it would be Tim Donaghy. I guess that's fair. Hell yeah. You don't think he's still got the nose? <laughs> I actually
3: listened to the whole podcast series Whistleblower that he was involved in. It was pretty good. Was it? But I have no idea about his picks. I imagine they're good.
4: Well, I, I mean,
5: again. it can't I'm, be
3: any worse than anybody else. Exactly. Maybe we should Follow.
5: Hey, he said, "If you don't get the uh, this, the, he doesn't sweep
4: the week. The season's free, right? Let's go. <laughs> I'm calling the pre-recorded message. We will take any money. Well, yes, we will take any money here. Uh, your your money is good here. Well, not any money. What do you mean? We won't take some money. No, I think we will. Nah, we'll take it. <laughs> Call Joe Fisher. He's in sales. He'll he'll hook you up. Um. All right. KFC news. You see why they had to issue an apology? No, I didn't. Was it because the colonel was a,
5: a Nazi? What? the colonel, colonel Sanders has some problematic uh, origins. Oh. He was a bad dude.
4: KFC has apologized after sending a promotional message to customers in Germany urging them to commemorate Kristallnacht with Cheesy Chicken. I don't know what any of that means. The Nazi-led series of attacks in the country in 1938 left more than 90 people dead and destroyed Jewish-owned businesses and places of worship. It is widely seen as the beginning of the Holocaust. Oh. The message, heavily criticized for its insensitivity, was later blamed on an error in our system. Mm. So they said... So, so crystal knocked, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right.
3: Yeah, you are. It, it basically translates to Night of Broken Glass, and it's like when they started going around busting windows of... Yeah, it, yeah, it was the symbolic beginning they of They said, that.
4: celebrate with cheesy chicken, Jason. Mm. How do you feel about that? Well, I
5: mean, I do like cheesy chicken, but I, I don't think that you should probably celebrate
4: that. <laughs> they said, we are very sorry. We will check our internal processes immediately <laughs> so that this does not happen again. Please excuse this error.
5: I, I'm still, like... Who did that? Like who? Is that just one guy? It just seems yeah, like probably a, somebody in. It uh, just
4: seems like a very odd thing. Somebody got a hold of KFC's Twitter. Like a or June- maybe it was Elon Musk.
5: Was that like celebrate Juneteenth? Like there, it's just it's a very weird. There's just certain things that are in really poor taste. Like I was trying to think of
4: something here, and I would like. Well, you celebrating know, Juneteenth is not in poor taste.
5: Well, no, because of, you know, the connotation of fried chicken, you know, it's like oh, with Fuzzy Zeller, yeah, yeah, right? When he at when he with yeah. Tiger now that, Woods. Yeah,
4: now that would be So yeah. I was
5: just trying to think of something here. Like if someone was like if someone took a day and, and like I could see some KFC guy being like, Hey, it's Juneteenth coming up. Oh, I got an idea. Celebrate with chicken. How people would be like, Whoa, whoa, whoa.
4: Whoa. Yeah, right. You
5: you probably shouldn't. Yeah, fuzz. Why don't we back that one off a little bit? But if that's like the beginning of the holocaust, that's not even like something that you're like. Because yeah. I could see someone being like, "Look, I, I understand now the connotation, but Why ju- celebrate." Yeah, but that's just yeah. Why would you celebrate? <laughs> why would you celebrate the
4: beginning of the yeah, holocaust? Very weird. Let alone with chicken. Maybe Alex Jones sent it. <laughs> did you see him? Th- that dude. Did you see what happened to him today? He's doubling down, right? Oh, I don't know what he... I I don't pay attention to what he says. He was in the news, though, because uh, another court ordered him to pay, oh, I don't know, another $473 million to the victims of Sandy Hook. Yeah, I just saw that he is not... Like, he's refusing
5: to go along with this, and he's still fundraising, and it's a whole thing. Another...
4: They just tacked on $473 million. Well, I mean, at this point, what does it matter? You're... Well, that would be my question. What is really going to happen with that? I mean, I know we talked about this before, and he—you said he was worth like forty million or something. He's worth a bunch. of cash. So whatever he has, they can go after. Yeah. But come on, four hundred and seventy-three million. Like, if you're if you're a victim, uh, a victim's family, do you think you're going to see a penny of that?
5: Well, and I don't know. I, I think one judge too. I think she said, "Good luck trying to declare bankruptcy on this." Like, they're going to go after him. I mean, he's in some trouble, but at some point. Uh, <laughs> I had a buddy of mine I was talking to once who was a business guy and he said it when he was when he was building his business he realized at some point that he was in like if it went down the tubes right he lost everything so at that point he was like I'll just keep adding more to it like it, at some point there's a line where it doesn't matter like if you sue me and you win 40 million dollars or you sue me and you win 150 million dollars you're not what, paying
4: me either I'm way I'm not paying
5: you either way yeah, so that's what I mean like
4: 273 yeah. million like what is if you're like, are you excited about that? If you're a victim's family, I guess you are because it's you know. Well, and you know it's that you, daunting for him. Well, but and you're the taking time, the you're taking the pee out of him. Well, that's right. Yeah, but it but are you like, dude? That guy's not gonna. It's like OJ. <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna. Any money he makes, he's gonna hide.
5: Yeah, I feel like any time one of these corporations or a dude like this gets some huge settlement, I always ask that question: Are you gonna see any of it?
4: You know, so he uh, he now owes the victims of Sandy Hook one point five billion dollars, I, I which just, I guess is great. But
5: I get, i guess I just seems so hollow. He is one of the worst human beings on the planet, and I just enjoy the fact that whether or not you know he, he ever pays a dollar from this, his life will for the rest of his life will be dogged by this. It's always disappointing though, when you still see him like if he's living in the lap of luxury in another four or five years, appealing these things or hiding money or all that. I, I, everyone likes, oh good, this guy's gonna die broken, penniless, but he won't. It never it never seems to go that way.
4: All right, got a break. I see Andrew Nimick in there.
3: That means he's got a show coming up tonight. Cruton for the program, a show with guests. Oh yeah, who's on? Jackson Shellstad recently committed to the University of Oregon from Westland. From Westland. All
4: right. Shows on right after us, right? That's right. Yeah, you guys, you're in for a treat. Jackson Shellstad is on. Trying to
5: look up the. uh, I'm trying to look up the connection between Colonel Sanders and. (laughs) I feel like there was some sort of connection between Colonel Sanders and Hitler, but I want. I want to be fair. Let's I, not be. I feel like there was there were some problematic things with Kentucky Fried Chicken, but you know, I feel like if you go back to any company from like the early nineteen hundreds, I feel like there's problematic things across the board. You know, it's like eh. Don't look too deep into someone that you like. If you admired someone from
4: eighteen ninety five, just be careful. Be careful looking into it. Is there like a picture with Adolf Hitler with his armor on like Colonel Sanders or something? <laughs>
5: I just I, for whatever reason I seem to remember. Well, get to the
4: bottom of some it, sort man. of link. I'm I'm looking into it. All right, John wraps it up next on the fan. Weight, all right, we, we are merely filler until the Jackson been. Jackson Shelsted interview. So here is John. Make it good. Cool. Wait, what? What? Who is that? Some high school kid. I don't, it's I don't a kid know. with oily hips that Andrew Nemec is going to talk about.
2: <laughs> oh, Nemec! Oh, for heaven's sakes! Oh my gosh, she's down to his final eleven.
4: <laughs> Come on, man! Yuck. It's a good show. Yuck! That's no good.
5: By the way, I did some digging, and, and it turns out word I was thinking of is when Papa John, that guy, remember when he got caught using the old N word? He was like. Yeah. He threw out, he said, why am I getting in trouble for it when Colonel Sanders said it all the time and he didn't get in trouble for it. So that's where the Colonel Sanders thing came Was that from. true, though? Well, colonel Sanders, colonel Sanders started his chicken empire in the Jim Crow South, like in the 1920s. So, you know, you can imagine that I'm, I'm sure the colonel probably had some choice things, but there's no record of him ever running around shouting the N-word but there's all kind like he contributed to like governor Wallace and you know, you know, the, that the whole Alabama thing. And again, he was a white guy having selling chicken in the 1920s in the South. Something tells me there were some problematic things, but there's nothing on record hmm. of saying that Colonel Sanders was indeed a racist or ran around using the N word. But according to Papa John, it's okay to say the N word because Colonel Sanders said it.
2: Wow. Now, I, I heard this somewhere and I'm, I've, i don't know that i've ever fact checked it maybe maybe the text police know i i heard somewhere that the first kFC restaurant was in utah though
5: no the first well i his i don't know if it was the official like
2: i mean i know he started down south but like his franchise like the very first franchise kFC was in Utah i think it was in Salt lake city
5: well that would go along with the racist thing. So let's run with that. <laughs> uh, they said it started at a Shell gas station in in Kentucky, but that was the, you know, as far as a franchise go, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's what I, in fact oh, I yeah. think
5: I saw it. Yeah, right that's here. Why I knew yeah. yeah. Salt Lake City.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. why I knew that, I think. So
5: 1952. Uh, was the first franchise uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken? Because I guess at the beginning it wasn't called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, right. You know, it was just a, it was an old dude selling fried chicken.
2: So if you're in if you're in Kentucky and you're whipping up, and he makes a mean bird, like <laughs> let's not let's not sugarcoat this. The Colonel made a mean bird. Yeah. So if he if he's down there making it, and he's like, you know where I could sell this? Utah. That's got to be <laughs> like you would have got high odds on that. I would not have guessed. Yeah. That he would have gone to Utah first.
5: No, and because and he, yeah, he was, it was uh, Colonel Harlan Sanders. And,
4: yeah, he would have been around. Can I just say something real quick while you guys are talking? I'm just sitting here listening yeah. uh, passively. I didn't know Colonel Sanders was a real person. Really? I thought he was just a bit. No, he's like a, a character. No, he's a real dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. he's, a, he's a dude.
2: <laughs> yeah.
5: All right. Colonel Harlan Sanders. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Those, those secret herbs and spices did just invent themselves,
5: Rob. <laughs> okay. And the, well, apparently, former Kentucky Governor John Brown Jr., who worked with Sanders even after buying the KFC, like the, the rights to it from him, said, and I quote, he may have been a very volatile man, but I never heard that type of comment from him. So he's saying, yes, he was a hothead and an ass, but hmm. he never said it, which probably means he said it a lot. Again, Night, if you lived in the South in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, I just assume that the N-word came out of your mouth like 17 times a day,
2: right? I, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's probably an accurate statement. So, uh, it, it does say here the the first place that he sold chicken was Corbin, Kentucky, but the first KFC restaurant was in South Salt Lake City, Utah. He died in
5: 1980. He was around for a while. The Colonel was hanging out. Doing kernel Earl. stuff. Oh. You
2: think you think he knew or was friends with Orville Redenbacher? Because I'd like to believe they were.
4: <laughs> now he was real. Yeah, yeah. was that, that was yeah. really him on the ads, right? Orville? Yes, that was him making popcorn.
5: Yeah, those are most of the people that are in, in Like now, like was Leghorn Angela... Leghorn real? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that boy ain't right.
5: But like, went the like Dave Thomas, his daughter was Wendy and had the little red hair and. You know, most of yeah, those things was a Wendy's. most of those things do come from, you know, some sort of you know some they're not I'm, made up in thin air. Well I will continue to not certain, eat there.
2: I'm relatively certain there was also a jack in the box. I think I had one when I was a kid.
5: <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, see, man.
2: come on, that was a little
5: funny. Come on, Rob I liked it. Jeez. I liked it. Yeah, Or Redenbacher, by the way, he was born in Indiana. And uh, let's play the fun game of who looks more racist, Orville Redenbacher or the Colonel? Oh, Colonel I have, Sanders, um, I don't
4: even think it's close. Can I... I mean, look at that guy. Our listeners know everything. I, I won't name this person, but he just texted me. Yeah. And he said that his grandfather opened the first Kentucky Fried Chicken in St. Louis in 1962. Okay. And Colonel Sanders was there still alive he would 20 years before his death and apparently he hit on everything that moved and he said he was a dirty racist old man so that
3: <laughs> there's
4: my inside info to Colonel Sanders who I didn't even know existed he just
3: it was the time. I'm reading an article right now that that includes phrases he uttered under his breath about women, including, look at the size of that one. I don't know if I've seen so many fat ones. (laughs) And Lord, look at them waddle.
5: When you... You know...
2: That's not funny. You know there were a lot of breast and thigh jokes.
5: Come on. Uh, (laughs) They
2: they write themselves. He's selling chicken for heaven's
5: sake. You do not want (laughs) to know what your grandparents... And their grandparents. You do not want to know what no. their thoughts on the no. world
4: were. No, that's right. Just look at the pictures. Yes.
5: Look at the pictures. Smile pretty and just... <laughs> I was, In fact, I was reading a book. Uh, I was listening to it today, and they were talking about eugenics, like the whole Hitler movement, right? And they said that before Hitler got on board with it, the number of people that were on board with eugenics, like selective breeding and neutering people that they didn't find worthwhile, you know two of the early proponents for it? Were Teddy Roosevelt and um, uh, Winston Churchill both on board? They thought it was a great idea to improve the well, British and American stock.
2: Well, listen. If if the beginning of three hundred is to be believed, <laughs> they just threw Spartan children off the cliff when they didn't look right. So I think it's gone. I think it's gone for a long time. Uh.
5: It's just, it's problematic. I like what you said. Look at the pictures. And just smile. <laughs> it's
4: it's easier that way for everybody. Look, look at their features. <laughs> yes. They look a lot like yours. <laughs> <Yes>. It's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. Good night. I right, love you guys. All right. Love you too. Uh, Andrew Nemec coming up next with recruiting with Andrew Nemec, and uh, we are back tomorrow, three to seven on thinking Night.